Episode commencing in 3, 2, 1. Episode initiated. Alien contact didn't seem that strange when a giant starship began hovering over the Mojave Desert and unloaded a host of newcomers. But will Earth have what it takes to take on these strange people, or will this turn into an cosmic alien crit nation? This is your police chief, Patrick, here, putting my foot down on xenophobia on this podcast and joining me in protecting the streets from humans and aliens alike are my five friends and fellow detectives. To my far left, he's an alien cop on the beat. It's Jabert Francisco, jabbering away as jamfram. It says, are you referring to the Chimera Protocol? <laughs> no, Alien Nation, no. dude. Alien Nation. Uh, I don't know what that is, sir. Oh, yeah, Alien <laughs> Nation? Yeah, it's probably okay. It's like... <laughs> I'm specifically referring to the TV show. Uh, across across the digital table from me, racist cop, uh, more like just a normal human man. It's Miles, make him believe as redacted. Good evening. To my right, an evil overseer looking to enslave yet another planet. It's Tyler talking as Pradier. Hello there. To my immediate left, uh, a Technotonese rebel without a cause. It's Drew dying to play Zillix Thel. Ha ha! And across from him, a morality play disguised as this week's episode. It's none other than Rebecca rolling with Asher and Sky. Hello. Hey, everyone. <laughs> Greetings, Patrick. Do, do you guys know Alien Nation only had like one season? But yeah. I, it, I, I, yeah. One for I didn't each, know what that is either. Jabert. One for each person <laughs> who watched it. So Alien Nation was a movie starring James Caan. Um, mm-hmm. And then they made a TV show where they replaced James Caan with a much younger, hotter actor. Uh, <laughs> and, Classic. Uh, but the but the show was only on for like a season, but then they did like TV movies, like once Yeah, they did a ton years. of TV movies. Yeah. Uh, I remember really liking it. I loved Alienation. I, I loved I it. I enjoyed it a good deal as well. Yeah. Yeah, there were five... Five movies, I think, um, if Wikipedia is correct. Uh, but uh, welcome back, everyone. We, we've taken a little time off. We talked about Tyler going to visit everyone in the the uh, in the South. Um, I went and we, there. And we didn't record an episode with <laughs> Tyler I sitting was, on I Drew's know. lap like we, we said we would. <laughs> it was uh, so disappointing. I'm not going to lie. I mean, did I didn't get to sit in Drew's chair. I felt very powerful. It's a good chair. Uh, Un- un- unfortunately, uh, we are back. We are playing this week, despite yesterday my very expensive uh, podcast microphone dying and uh, me having to resort to my like emergency backup mic. So if I sound weird this week, uh, it- it'll be fixed next week because um, thankfully we have a, a Patreon that uh, helps us <laughs> buy these very expensive uh yeah. replacement parts <laughs> for the show yeah i i need a i need a patreon for some of my water pipes in my house so i'm gonna try to start that <laughs> uh you guys ready to do uh last time on talk about what happened yeah. on oh, so barely oh, you so know barely it. i have so many notes from last episode Thank which goodness. is not well, a good can, thing can only answer one unfortunately Yeah, last time on the podcast, you all visited the Fish Fair Initiative to meet the mayor's assistant, Karis Dorn, uh, a nervous man who introduces the settlement, and Mayor Davo Satillo. The town attempts to offer you all resources, uh, resource units to remain on the island at the edge of your, you know, um, colony. 
and uh, avoid legally claiming the land. Uh, you meet the Karasha Lashunta stevedore named Yan Steves, who was looking for Carrie Dabe and her sister Kells, who you all think might have been spies. After meeting back up with Thistle, she admits that she was indeed working for Fish Fair all along. Finally, a call from Ezrand Shire points your attention to the north where you find a giant eel has slaughtered a number of mount, uh, lumberjacks. Uh, a bunch of stuff wrong with that, including all my flubs. I have one. <laughs> Not including. Uh, do you want to start, Rebecca? Or do you want to? Do you want to play like defensive back in case someone else has what you're about to say? I only have one as of oh. right now. So, oh, okay, then go for it. Go for it. Uh, it is the Fish Fair Collective, not Initiative. Uh, that is one. That is correct. Hmm. Uh, Who's I got believe, another? I, I believe it is the mayor is Pavo Satillo, not Davo Satillo. Oh Drew writing down a character's name when introduced and seemingly an important one. Look at you. Look at look at how far you've come, Drew. Uh, I, I I I'm going to say it wasn't a stevedore. It was a troubadour. Oh, no. No. Sorry. So sorry, Jepert. I goofed it, gay. Uh, We're looking to Tyler or Miles to get a correct answer here. (laughs) You guys got anything? I mean, I'm going to just, I'm going to try to go. I don't, I don't think this is one. You put giant eel, but isn't it technically a mountain eel? That is correct. That was I I thought he was just like a eel. I thought he was just describing a giant eel. Like it is. A I giant thought eel. so too, but I, was, I just swung for the fences, hoping that it was Good being call. specific. Good call. Is Indeed. it giant or is it enormous or it is, huge? It is or? huge. It is a huge mountain eel, technically, if we want to get technical. Uh, but yeah, you are on the right track there, Jabert. This is not Stevedore. Um, Yang Steves is a fisherman in ah. Fish Fair Collective. Uh, he was also Demaya Lashanta Nuts. I, I was I was around. curious if it was that. But. Yeah, yeah. I put multiple things wrong right next to each other to see if you guys go. So guess what? You got a, a a single episode re-roll. Maybe you'll need it because indeed this week's episode starts off. You went off to investigate these lumberjacks who were supposedly clear-cutting land that technically is inside of your bounds of your colony and you found a whole bunch of them murdered eaten eaten up by this giant mountain eel who jumps out to attack you all let's uh let's roll into the initiative turn order can we thank the eel first (laughs) by mistake dinner for 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 just taking care of these fools for us Uh, um yeah patrick what languages does it know Save save your lives first, and then <laughs> then start helping it out. Well, canonically, uh, I believe we just have to say mountain eel, but with the inflection of what we're trying to say, you know, like a Pokemon. Mm. Oh yeah, okay. that makes sense. Oh well, Pokemon rules. Pokemon does rule. You're right. It's so much fun. Oh well, I uh, used to be. <laughs> it used to be. I mean, I'm not gonna hate on any young person who's like who, who they just love the current generations because like they sounds like you are. But- he's he's booming it up in here (laughs) i'm not judging i'm not judging i'll judge game freak i'll judge game freak but i'm not gonna judge the people who like tyler's out here with big kanto energy right now (laughs) oh my initial no 
I can't so believe what you guys have rolled so far. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's not a good day when Asher is at the top of the initiative. Let's say the, the, the highest number so far rolled for initiative for you guys has been a nine. No double digits. So who are you waiting on yeah. here? Oh, sorry, I that's me. That, yes, it's an automatic restart. You need to break this this time. Nope. Okay. Three. Uh, all right. Three all together. Oh, boy. Whoops. So you all, you all are surprised by this mountain eel, apparently. <laughs> Very the surprised. Guys, look, it's a giant eel. Oh boy. <laughs> Pray dear, technically it's huge. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well that means it, it goes first because I did roll fourteen. Oh, oh, oh no. <laughs> Is this our actual order, or can we move our bonds around? <laughs> Uh, yeah, you guys were just kind of moving. Oh, you're at the front. Yes, you can move yourself to the back. Sorry. Hey, thank you. <laughs> I don't want to be there. <laughs> we're just moving you guys forward a little bit there. Okay. Did we fight last episode? No. We just went to the Fish Fair Collective, talked a whole bunch, then crossed back the river to check out the Lumberjacks and got into this fight. Thank you. I just my so why my notes were two pages long. A lot of talking. Lots Patrick of talking. was. I just my my. Token still had lower uh, HBSB, so just making sure. Mr. You've been rolling Mr. too well lately, so we're handicapping you. Mr. Mount Neal is going to to run up to to the front of the party here, and and right up front we got Zillix, we got Asher, we got Jam from. You know, it's just going to randomly going to try and bite one of you. Go down the initiative turn order here, and Patrick, oh, you yeah. don't, Patrick, you don't you don't have to say Mr. Mount Neal. You can just say Mount Neal. <laughs> <laughs> Please, Mr. Mountain Mr. Mr. Was, my was my father. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Um, oh boy! Uh, well, I was going to I was attack. going for I was going for Mr. Manager, but yeah, that's that's also a good. I, I wish I'd come up with that joke instead. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to attack Asher, that I was like, maybe I should make it random, and I've rolled Asher randomly, so it was meant Great. to be, Rebecca. First attack of uh, okay, it's not great. Three on the dice. Is that going to be a miss, though? No, no, it's not. <laughs> it's, a, it's a huge mountain eel. Uh, bit of damage coming your way. Another three on the damage. You know, do they ever specify why it's not eel, not just a snake? Like, is it an aquatic, is it an amphibious creature? Specifically, I don't believe so. Does, does it tunnel? Is that, is that maybe it? Well, it says, yeah, maybe <laughs> parallel ev- evolution is it has some features resembling waterborne kins, so it is maybe huh. distantly related to. An eel. I was just thinking no. about that. Like, if it's a mountain eel, like, isn't that just a snake? Eels are. Miles, I think the people who made the monster, they just didn't. They have. They just don't know what snakes are. I don't think they actually <laughs> not herpetologists. Yeah, yeah, they just. Uh, Rebecca, I don't know why that just occurred to me. <laughs> Uh, this is 14 points of piercing damage to start off the combat. And I think we'll probably just do it on the beginning of your turn. But I don't know if you guys remember about the old. Uh, oh, Lord. The the <laughs> transfixing <laughs> eyes of a mountain eel. Indeed, it is a, a gaze attack that uh, at the start of your turn, you're going to have to make a fortitude save. I remember they did something stupid. 20? Uh, that is a success. So immune to this particular effect. What would you like to do with uh, your turn? You're next in the turn order. 
All right, uh, it is within reach for Asher and Sky, so they are going to uh, use their Entropic Strike with their uh, Attack Lash against it. Hold on, I'm gonna boost this. Boost. Is boosting still just 1d4? That's really lame. Yeah, I think it goes up next level, probably. Goes up I don't think level. it ever goes up. I think it's always 1d4. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah, per EP expended. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> Uh, vanguards are not as fun as I can you, well, can you expend multiple EP uh, I can but I only have two max for now does that go up as you level for now yeah because it's based okay. on my con okay well at least so if my con goes up then yeah yeah you'll get there. Goes up. Um, okay uh, but I'm expending just one right now and here we go hit it. the 24 to hit Ooh, that is a Ooh. hit Oh, good. That does 11. Let's do... I feel like it's going to be immune to acid, so I'm going to say bludgeoning. Okay. Yep. Uh, uh, slapping this thing from from distance here, you cause a huge wound, entropic wound, to show up on its side. It it seems to tank it pretty well, though, but uh, does seem to react, and you see its body kind of undulate away from, away from you. Okay. Excellent. Excellent start. Drew Zillix is next. Uh, can I roll physical science to see what uh, Zillix knows about uh, such a creature? Grand question. Yeah, this is indeed a an animal, so I believe it's going to be just life science. Oh well, I oh I do have life science. Never mind. Uh, yeah, let's do that. Yes, it's a pretty standard beast in Starfinder world. So pretty uh, pretty nice easy. Twenty. Uh, yeah, that is a success here. Uh, while you think of something to ask about the mountain eel, make me a fortitude save. Say 21. Yep, so you're good against its paralysis. What would you like to know about the, the eel? Uh, can we find out uh, weaknesses? Not really a weakness to hear about except punching it to death, but I will tell you, Drew, either it's... Uh, KC or do you want to know its lowest save? Uh, actually, let's find out uh, EAC. It's got an EAC of 18. Oh, Lord. 18, yeah. So you're going to want to make those rolls count. What What would you like to do with your turn? Oh, well, um, hmm. That is a great question that EAC of 18 is changing a lot of the, the math here. Um, hmm. Maybe not a two-attack, double-attack situation. <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming this thing has reach if I want to try to run around it. I don't know that it does, but it's big enough that it seems like it would. So, yeah, we're just going to manifest uh, a gun and shoot it. We pulled out his gun. Manifest uh, my gun. A single shot? Uh, yeah, I don't think I can afford more than that. Probably going to be hard to hit. Okay, go, go for it. Maybe not hard to hit, but... Tough to get through that thick skin. <laughs> That's a 10. Yeah, five on the dice. Gonna be a mess. Huzzah. Okay, uh, Radier, Tyler, you are next in the turn order. Well, I, 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 I mean, I can... Something this large must have a brain. I brazenly believe that it does. And that it isn't mindless. Do I need to make the fortitude save before I do anything? Yeah, sorry, everybody. Everybody do you? Pretty, pretty simple DCs, though, so... Oh, why would you say that to me? You have a good fortitude. No, I don't. Oh, not that good. <laughs> yeah. 
Do I? Uh, am I? Am I out of this combat? <laughs> well, it's up to you. Do you want to use a reroll? Do you want to? Are you, are you uh, a, shelving a level? Me for the... You want to use a level reroll? You got that too. Level reroll? Yeah. Yeah. You heard about those? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh Oh boy. What did I roll? A seven. I mean. Yeesh. Mm. Uh. In, uh. Well. Uh, 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 fine. Yeah. Let, yeah. I don't want to get. I, I would like to actually do something this combat. Oh, I don't want to be crazy. Backlined for eternity. Let's re-roll it with your episode re-roll or whichever one you'd like, Patrick. I, you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure, the episode re-roll. Why not? If people will allow it, go you okay. do your thing, bud. Okay. Thank you, thank you. Tyler's still holding on to his uh, his level re-roll and uh, has a roll of seventeen, so that is a success. What would you? What what spell are you cast in here? You got your turn. Your precious little turn, Tyler. Happy. Obviously, you're going to have to make a will save, but I will let you know. Uh, this is the command spell. Mm-hmm. What's DC we're looking for? DC you're looking for. This is a level one spell, so 16. A natural one. Boy, I wish there were critical fails. <laughs> it, it has failed. Uh, casting, you reach into this animal's mind. What, are, what command are you giving it? Can I, uh, well, can I command it to close its eyes? Like, I can't remember. Does the gaze, do we have to save against that every single round? Uh, once you save against it, you are immune basically for 24 hours. Oh, okay. We're good. Okay. But I mean, right now, Redacted and Jephram are coming up after you. If you, if you want to, uh, we, we can make close its eyes be, uh, be part of that. Close its eyes. Or yeah, like turn its head away at the very least. You know, yeah. it's like you, you command it. <laughs> look, l- say, <laughs> look over there. Uh, okay, all right. So guess what? Uh, we're going on. Well, do you have a move action as well? Uh, cower. Redacted. You are next in the uh, air space wagon. Yeah. The 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 land. No, skyboat. 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 What would you like to do? Um. Let's see. Do I need to make a fort save since I'm in the air and stuff? No. Okay. Uh, first thing I want to do is spend a resolve to activate Vehicle Whisperer, um, which Ooh. gives my vehicle uh, a plus one to EAC and KAC, and it deals an additional 1d4 with collision attacks and increases what, my movement by five feet. What does this look like for Redacted? Like, what? <laughs> is this like? Oh, you, you know he's got or? some dumbass like red button that like you do you don't touch, and <laughs> like he just like pops on like some goggles. He <laughs> Redacted pops on some goggles, and Redacted's had that button all through oh, yeah. book one. Red- Redacted and two, has dreamed about button. using this button for since Redacted built this vehicle. And and so the fact that Redacted can finally use it is uh, a thrill. I'm I'm loving the idea of like Redacted like watching his friends dying and being like, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> like all those other times we were in mortal danger, he's like, no, no, it's not, it's not time. <laughs> well, no, 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 but before before we didn't have the skyboat. Oh, that's yeah. I, I see. Yeah, you this is the new Redacted has has yeah. popped something in since getting the vehicle whisper. So like, there you go. It has has done something so redacted is going to try to to <laughs> run over the mountain hill hey 
you, you know, you're right up there at, at if, like head height. It, it yeah, if you if you smoke them, got them, I guess. Um, if you, so if make, you got them, yeah, smoke them, yeah, whatever. Um, uh, make so, that piloting check. I make a piloting check, which gets a plus two to whatever I roll. Uh, so a thirteen. I, you know, I'm pretty sure it is still just thirteen because you were moving when we started the combat because uh, the okay. boat is only level two two is it well uh it is level yeah it's level two and the attack dc is 11 isn't it i'll look up the silly vehicle rules every single time it, it yes because it's it's oh what is it what is the tc mm-hmm. well first off are you trying to run over or ram um i can't remember which one is beneficial to me <laughs> uh so Ram does more damage, but it's completely save or suck, run over. They take half damage even if they succeed. Uh, I'll do run over. Doesn't run over have a size category limitation, though? Ooh, that might be a good question. Let's double check here. Tyler. Sorry. <laughs> the amount of times you have, like, pulled the rug out from under me in this game <laughs> throughout the years that we have played. I know. I really should play it with just a just a gag in in my mouth, so that one, like I don't one, just go one, one, <laughs> one, one time. I I, prefer, I I performatively was was I was upset so performatively that your mom was worried that we weren't friends. Oh god, yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. And I, and I was like, I literally didn't think twice about it after it happened. Right. Yeah, technically, run over. I think is only. It says two size categories smaller, so you wouldn't even be able to run over medium creatures. That's it's good to know for future. So just ram then, I guess. It's only ram from here on out because Tyler made me read a rule carefully. With yeah, thanks for ruining the game, Tyler. Yeah, Tyler. You know what? Uh, <laughs> go ahead and refresh your level uh, reroll for that. Oh wait, you didn't use your level reroll. Never mind. You used, <laughs> used everyone's resource. I'm glad, I, I'm glad I got praise for all of ten seconds before I was uh, brutally thrown back under the blimp. Well, you're my you're my uh, my pocket. You're 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 on the suck up table right now. You get a seat right next to me. In fact, oh. Drew, get up. Uh, Tyler's next to me now. We're changing the order of the digital table. <laughs> so. This one hits, correct? Oh, I I got very sidetracked. I'm so sorry, Miles. I'm so sorry. Because it's a 13, and I think the DC is 11. Is that not correct? Oh, no. I I probably should have also prefaced talking and playing games with you guys tonight that my brain is literally boiled. I think I'm coming down with something. (laughs) Oh, no. It's it's like uh, just worst case scenario. Uh, so it says attack collision DC 11. So I figured that's. So I think that's what it was. Yeah. So it should be 12 now because I'm pretty okay. sure it's 10 plus the level. So that is a success. And now yeah. the DC, the attack uh, collision DC is what? 11. No, no, it's, it's higher than that because th- doesn't your new ability also boost that up? Well, no, yeah. So my uh, it's I get boosted by plus two. I think we're at a DC 15 at this point because the gloves, your boost and that we'll oh, double right, check right. on that. But I, I've got to roll pretty low to mess this up. But I did just roll a one. So, OK, that that is a success. It is able to dodge out of the way. Uh, it has a very good reflexes. You're, you're coming in hot next to this thing. But uh, even um, I'm giving it a, a minus two penalty for being 
you know, not looking at you in your direction. Right. That is just a success. Um, okay, so you, you fly past the mountain eel, and that's going to take us to Jamprum's turn. That's right. so sweet. Tyler, you ruined everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, buzzkill Tyler. Let's, let's see. I'm going to rush in with my sword, let's say. I don't remember if this thing has resistance to slashing. Let's uh, let's see if it does. It seems like pretty thick hide. Uh, I'm going to move in and cut it. Okay. It's, it is going to make an attack of opportunity. It, it does have a 50% miss chance because it's not looking at you. It's it's averting, basically, from the command spell. So Awesome. Attack, attack of opportunity. Natural 20. Jeez, Louise, okay. Uh, 50% <laughs> miss chance. Here, please, please. please I'm rolling another please. D20 for the, for the miss chance. Uh, not the natural <laughs> Podcast over, everybody. Podcast over. I mean, at least I soaked up another 20, huh? Oh, oh God. Oh. oh, boy. Yep. Oh, All right. goodness gracious. Oh. I just, I felt it too. I felt it coming. I was like, oh, no, this is going to be bad. <laughs> Oh, goodness gracious. I got to roll a bunch of damage here. Yep. You sure you don't want to take a card? (laughs) (laughs) You you reminded me. Yeah, no, let me take a card. It might be like normal damage. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness gracious. Wait, yeah, these things are higher level than you guys. This is a big old, you know, when you fought the Mountain Eel in book two of... um, Dead Sons? Yeah, so... That was in book two. You guys were like the same level, but that was a weaker mountain eel. That was like a junior mountain eel. This is like a full on <laughs> mountain eel. Okay. This is the puff I, I don't think my voice is going to go much lower if you need me to do a senior mountain eel voice, but uh, I can try it. Okay. No, nothing crazy on this. So it is just double damage, but the bonus effect for broken ribs, the card broken ribs, you cannot benefit from non-magical healing or 1d4 days. Jeez, please. <laughs> you don't like, me- hope you didn't like medicine checks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that's not as big a thing in, in Starfinder. Yeah. Not much. That'd, that'd healing, be, so I don't, that, that would be a much bigger deal. <laughs> Second <Two> edition. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the crit damage here Ugh. is 34 points of piercing damage. Oh, God. <laughs> I actually don't have a gauge for how much hit points we should have anymore. Uh, uh, that is almost all of my SP. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, getting in close to this thing was dangerous. I am, as they say, bloodied. (laughs) All right, but um, you you still got your standard action. Oh, yeah, thank goodness for that. Now, 16 to hit. Uh, I'm giving it flat footed right now. Oh, no, that this is KAC. That is a mess. Okay, all right, what a turn! What a turn. It is its turn, and it is going to try to... <laughs> Patrick, I swear to God, if you roll another 20. <laughs> it is going to sidle on past uh, both you and Asher and Sky. Uh, so Do we you get guys a can make... opportunity? Yes. All right. And it is going for our, our friend Radier on its turn. Oh, shoot. That was a that was a not twenty, but it should not have been boosted. So you can remove like the 
That's quite all right. Uh, I forgot to uh, shout out a, a Crittermander for my crit, so let's do one for for your crit oh as gosh. well. Uh, first, uh, Cyber Robert uh, for your crit, Rebecca, uh, says, uh, yes, burn your enemies to ashers and throw them to, into the sky. Oh, I love it. All right, that's 20 damage bludgeoning. Oh, my goodness. Uh, and, well, uh, let me get one for my crit. I forgot all about my crit. I, I was... Laughing. You're too big, you're too busy giggling. Way too hard. <laughs> Such a good time. Well, yeah. Uh, let's see. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, here, here's a here's a good friend of ours, uh, friend of the show, flanking buddies on Patreon. If you want to support us on Patreon and and pay for my next microphone <laughs> after the the one I'm about to order on Amazon breaks. Uh, thank you, Max, uh, flanking buddy. Uh, for um, gosh, over a year and a half. Thank you so much for supporting us on Patreon. We appreciate it. Uh, did you say 20 points of damage? 20, okay. yeah, and that's without the boosting. <gasps> I took that out. Okay, and how, how did you do, Jabert? Uh, I rolled a 21 to hit in case. Yep, that is also a hit. That Max damage. 15 oh. damage. Okay, alright. Well, good news is that is enough to bloody it. Bad news is I am going I'm going right for Braidir with a still averted. I don't understand. Oh, uh, it's a two on the dice. What, what's your remark? I mean, you still hit me. And Braidir goes down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, well, it's a 50% missed chance, so let me do that. Yes, that is a hit. Braidir's taken a 16, no, 15 points of piercing damage. Okay. Ow. Asher and Sky, we're back to you. All right, uh, they are still within Asher and Sky's reach, so that's good news. Uh, and they will strike out. I am going to, I'm going to boost this as well. Alrighty, boosty. It's a 19 to hit. That is a hit. It is a hit. Yeah. Uh, yep. Against the AC. Oh, good. Uh, that does 10 damage. Okay. Yeah, it was 18, right? I I thought it was for me. Okay, so right. yeah, ten bludgeoning. Already, Drew Zilix, you're right next to this thing now, and it's <sighs> it's it's stopped averting its eyes. So, what would you like to do? Does it have a reaction available? I think it does because it had another turn. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, you're gonna see uh, Zilix's uh, laser gun disappear, and a sword appear in his hands. He's gonna try to slice it. It's a twenty-two to hit. Yep, that's a hit. Seventeen on the dice. Way to go. Ten points of damage. Yeah, all right. Ooh, still up as we get to Bradier, Tyler. Oh, what happens if I take one step backwards? If, if you do a uh, guarded step uh, as a move action, uh, nothing. Fantastic. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take a guarded step backwards. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take out my trusty measuring tool here. I'm just going to make sure I'm where I think I need to be. Okay, I don't think it has 20 feet reach. I think we're okay now. And we're going to cast another spell. Mm -hmm. This will also require a DC 16 will save. But we're trying to put this eel in the dirt. This is a level two mind thrust, Patrick. So you better be making a good roll. I did. I did save on a DC 16. So half damage. Half damage indeed against a. uh, However, I will say this is 4d10. Why so much? It's level two. It's so much, Tyler. I know. 
I wanted to I wanted to end the fight, but uh, I guess you're only going to take Oh man, that would have been so cool. That would have been the most damage I've ever done with this character. <laughs> so it turns out it's what, eight? Yep. You rolled 17, so half that. Eight. Excellent. Excellent. Redacted. Oh. We're back to you. Wait, did you save against one of my spells? Okay. I just did, yeah. Hold up. You got a Hold backlash. Up. I think I've got some backlash here. Uh, whenever a foe succeeds at a will save against one of your spells, oh, completely negates an effect. I, I did not completely You did not negate. completely negate, so never mind. You're uh, done. Done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Since you've already moved, can I just try to ram you again? You have to take a turn to turn. Wow. Uh, so and ram. Ram's a full action. We've been over this one a, a good bit. So if you want to turn the vehicle and... Uh, take a, a shot. Yeah, I will turn the vehicle and take a stupid shot. Like a commoner. A filthy commoner. Yeah. All right. Uh, That's a 15. And a miss, too. Man. Oh, boy. Gone are the days. Dacted rolls. Runs everybody over. Um, Jamfram. That's me. What would you like to do? Um, well, boy, I really don't you know. You know, Patrick, what are the odds you roll three twenties in a row? Let's let's move in and strike once more with a mighty sword blade. Oh no! Okay, I'm, uh, I'm teeing you up there. I'm teeing you. Up. Does it? It has its reaction. Yeah. Okay. It yes. Yeah. Let's make the. Oh, there's a natural one. Yeah, that's the other side of the dice that ah. I was looking for. And I strike mightily. No, less than mightily. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I'm glad I'm getting the guards out, but uh, we both rolled natural one, so we're both getting a we both pull crit- a guard. critical fumble. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, What would you like? Uh, give me the fish. I'll, I'll I'll fish in the same deck as you. Okay. Um. So I'm gonna draw my card first because I critically failed first. Mm-hmm. Kinetic. Uh. This is this is pretty bad. Yay. Yeah, I'm going to take this to be its its own attack. It's called Rebound to the Face. Uh, you take weapon damage, so I'm going to let it bite itself as it's trying to come after you, mm-hmm. uh, which is bad enough because it does a lot of damage. Okay. Uh, if it had a... <laughs> it has an extreme melee on this card. I wish this one was yours. Uh, the weapon flies 3d6 squares in a random direction. <laughs> Are, I'm not kidding. Are half the cards that? I, I feel, feel like, like <laughs> I feel like it happens so often to where okay. our weapons just fly off in any given direction at any time. I think Patrick just puts the puts the card back oh on top of the God. deck and then picks it up again. <laughs> Yours is so not a problem. Uh, no, you are flat footed for one round. Whoa! <gasps> right. Wow! Yeah, right. He, he How are you going to survive? So. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, now he All hits right. me on a on a. Negative one. <laughs> uh, oh, technically. Oh, I, I forgot. No, redacted and jam from you also have to make a, a save. Oh, the fort no saves. Longer, no longer right. averting. Oh, right. So that would that would have been before I moved in, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I mean, if I wasn't facing, then do I still need to? You you looked at it uh, when you shot at it, so you missed. So it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> And uh, Jamfram 22? rolled an eight, 
an 18, so also not a big deal. All right, so I'm in. Okay. <laughs> there's a natural 20, so okay. Everyone is safe. Oh, there's they're... my natural 20. Great. Stupid save. <laughs> okay, that is... That's your full turn. That brings us back to the Mountain Eel, who doesn't look like he's doing too hot. I'm going to make two attacks, and they are going to be against Jamfrom and Jamfrom. Okay. Cool, cool. Uh-oh. <laughs> Gross. Here's Asher, like, hoping it'll attack, oh, no. attack them. Nin- but, you know. 19 on the first Critical hit. effect. <laughs> uh, fortunately not. Minimum damage, 12 points of piercing damage. 12, you got it. Second attack, 15 is <laughs> a hit. Okay. Uh, 14 points of piercing damage. All right, all right. That is its full turn. Asher and Sky were on to you. I was really hoping to get hit, but alas. Jephram made this thing bite its own tail. It yeah. Did. I did it. Yay. <laughs> yeah, it just means I have no EP. I, I need more EP. Um, uh, do, do you want me okay. to hit you? I can hit you. <laughs> <laughs> it just slapped me across the face. Um, okay. Oh, wait. I got an EP because I scored a critical hit. Right? Yeah. Sounds sounds right. Sounds right to Plausible. me. All right. Well, in that case, I'm boosting this attack. And here we go. So 25 to hit. That is a hit, and that is enough to kill them out and heal. Oh, yeah! Had six HP left. It goes down, kind of toppling around you guys, uh, <laughs> coiling like a, a snake here as its muscles spasm, spurting purple blood in your direction. Uh, we're out of combat. How you are, you, are you doing? You see, you see Praetor approaching the mountain eel, with a skinning knife in one hand and a sewing kit in the other. Let's go, <laughs> eel coats. Yeah, I was going to say Asher is going to say, uh, I hear that jackets made from this from this creature's hide are very popular among the Starfinders <laughs> on Absalom. Up <laughs> oh, this thing up right now. Uh, so not only can you make, if you guys recall, reckless, uh, resilient jackets uh you can make reckless gloves which are what uh redacted wears uh but also something called uh trampling boots which is also uh in a mountaineal uh kind of boots uh you ignore difficult terrain and hilly and mountainous environments and as a full action once per day you can basically move up to your speed through other creatures spaces would Redacted be able to wear the gloves and the jacket, or has it got to be one or the other? That's a great question. I didn't think that reckless gloves were magic. magical. Yeah, I don't think. Are they not? I, I mean, I mean, I guess it's just they're the not innate. technological. I don't know. Uh, I mean, yeah, would you say it's like biological? No, uh, I mean the resilient jacket definitely is. So reckless gloves are as well. I mean, you can wear two magic items oh cool cool, cool, cool. right yes uh that's up to you guys yeah so this will this will cut the price for the resilient jacket in half uh to only 300 credits given given the same same deal i believe we're gonna i wish we i wish we got to fight these every ap (laughs) because i mean you can just buy it regularly It's a magic a, item. It's not the same. Such a clutch item. 
who who amongst your party has the ability to uh, to craft it? Do you think? Has someone got uh, the skills, the hand eye coordination for stitching mountaineer leather? Uh, 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 I lot- mean, jam from. Nah, nah. I, was say, uh, it, I don't know. Is it, it is it uh, survival? Audio no, it's, it's mysticism. Oh, no. oh uh, I have mysticism. I mean, it's Azure and Sky then. I have a plus nine to mysticism. Uh, yep, so better than me. Basically, you can craft uh, something that's lower item level than you. It, it will take some time if you're making cool matching jackets for everybody. <laughs> oh yeah, they gotta be matching. That's oh, that's so clutch. Is anybody else already wearing magical items? I, I only so. have I one. Have, I have anything. I have an Aeon Stone. Oh, I guess I do have one of those. I don't. Do those count against your magical item? They limit? do. I think so, it's yeah. really lame. It's really lame. Oh. Did they used <laughs> to not? I don't. I don't remember them doing that. But that's no. They only they they depending on where you place them. I think depends on whether they like makes them either a magic item or not. So if you use it as an armor upgrade, for instance, then it counts toward armor upgrades, but you can also wear it as a magic item. And, and, and so it depends on how you're wearing it. The last time I really messed with them was in season two where we had all that uh, uh, armor that had the sockets for them in it. Yeah. Yep. That's my memory. I Don't quote me on that. I don't know, Starfinder rules. I've only been playing since 2017. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think yeah. we read the books come on <laughs> no really just a scant seven years flew by so far speaking of loot if you listen yes and, yes 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 uh, you're interested in uh, just a bunch of uh, Pathfinder and Starfinder AP volumes I'm getting rid of a bunch oh so so at me on discord I'll, sh- I'll send over what I uh, what I have you getting getting ready for second edition? Oh, getting ready, getting ready for this uh, kid I have to grow up. Gaga, she takes up space and she just she's like a slime. She just keeps get taking more and more. Yeah, I just had. You should get rid of board games first and save your books. No oh, books. Bye 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 books. <laughs> bye bye books. <laughs> uh, maybe we, games maybe we can make bad, make that a um, critter con. Uh, giveaway it's like have Tyler's collection. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. Maybe we do that because I mean I have just so many. Too like, many I'm never books. Gonna Sign play. all your books, put your name in them, and you can sell them off as signed <laughs> that way. The copies. value plummets. Good idea. No <laughs> resale value for whatever some, I get. Some it jerk to. wrote his name in all these. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was gonna say you should uh, take a page out of like um ancient monks textbooks literally and just doodle in the margins of every book yes. and draw yeah. draw a draw well, reacting or what always breaks my heart is when we buy you know used books um for my daughter and I'll open oh, yeah. the book up and then like inside is a like <laughs> this like loving note written to the original person and I'm just like ah I'm so sorry, Cindy. They didn't want you. But your uh, your your loved one gave away your book. I mean, but if you're we if it. you're buying children's books, they probably just grew up, you know. Yeah, I I know, but like we we just recently did a big clean out of a bunch of kids' books because our kids are you know we have an almost we have a tween right now. And, oh, that's uh, disgusting. Yeah, yeah, he is. 
needs to yeah. shower. <laughs> okay. Sorry. You guys ready to 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 get back to town? What do you guys want to do next? Flaunt well, our eel I, jackets? It's like well, strut? they're they're going to take well, several. Wait, we came out here to days. investigate the lumberjacks, right? So have we completed that? Are they all dead? Or is there anybody else <laughs> to find? Should we like check pulses at least and confirm they're dead, like, not savable? Great question. Let's see what the book says. Uh, yeah, you, you you found the corpses of the flit hounds, and uh, yeah, the crushed bodies. About uh, six loggers here. Um, they're they have what looks like they were using plasma axes and chainsaws. Uh, all of them broken in complete disrepair, uh, smashed to bits. What about the flit hound hides? Because I think we found them already skinned. Oh, you know what? I'll. I'll give you some points for that. Um, maybe, uh, how many does it say here? Hmm. Doesn't really say. Well, why don't we add uh, six hundred credits to your to your total? Because uh, you can um, make sure those split hounds, unethically harvested, still uh, go to good use. Maybe, maybe, right? <laughs> maybe they're the liner of your jackets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> oh, they're so stylish. So- so is that the what the hounds or, and sorry? Go ahead. I was going to say, is that is this the, the rest of this episode is just talking about <laughs> these jackets? The jackets are so sweet. sweet. They're so dope, though. Like so cool. I'm I'm trying to figure out what we're learning from the situation, right? So we came out here mm-hmm. to find the lumberjacks that were encroaching upon our land to make claim to our land, only to find out that wildlife from our land murdered these guys. And yep. in the meantime, so. Yeah. This land what is do we our take land. From this experience, it is not your land. <laughs> it is, in fact, our land. Well, here's a mountain eel. I mean, it, it's just you know part of it. Part of it, like so. Part of it is that I think the Fish Fair Collective, you know, was like we we can provide resources, and it's like okay, well, you're taking the resources from land we already own, essentially, to then give us all you've done is the labor, and also they are unethically harvesting. So that, that's also kind of part of the deal is learning that uh, how they are accomplishing this resource gathering is very destructive. Yeah, yeah th- this is a, a hex uh, perhaps that you have explored, but maybe not claimed. Uh, I'm not sure. Ooh. I'm not sure exactly if this one's been claimed or not. It, 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 it's, it still reads to me as if, you know, this is. Yes, it, of- it has been. I'm looking at the map now. Sorry. This is proof of what we suspected they were doing and not being fully honest with their people and what their goals were as as an organization um, that I feel like, you know, personally, I don't want to blame the people, but you definitely want to, you know, not allow this kind of stuff to. You, to, you got to correct the behavior. Yeah. Yeah. This, this. Well, and we certainly don't want to enter into any kind of deal with Dorn and what was the mayor's name? Pavo Satillo. Uh, Pavo Satillo. Yeah. Satillo. Uh, yeah. They, yeah. Okay. I mean, which I think we all suspected he was used car salesman type. Right. right? And, you know, Thistle has even told us that. You know, there really is no collective. This is just a rogue group of people. Um, and, you know, I, I think it's probably a situation where if we just take out their leadership, we can probably recruit most of the people to still work for Viridian 
And uh, it would also be good because, you know, one of our neighbors are the Xeno Wardens. And, you know, <laughs> we've already upset them once, further upsetting them by just strip harvesting the the land around us is probably not wise either. Can, yeah, can we pretty, make pretty part of the South? Can we make a lot of detailed documentation about what they were doing in this spot so that we can, you know, just proof have proof for whenever we would need to talk to somebody about this? Yeah. So you want to take some some photos? Uh, what what do you guys want to do with these bodies? Uh, suppose we should probably bury them. What other clothing can we make? Oh my! Oh, Lord, Miles. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, we've we, yeah. we literally just skinned one of our opponents. Like I, I, I don't. Redacted would not be the difference. <laughs> Prove to me why there's a difference. At, why stop at animals? Let's just go straight to sentient creatures. Like let's go. I would I would suggest that it is possible that the that they would want their dead back. The way they've already lost people that they don't know that they've lost. If we could provide them with the people that we know that they have lost. Are they going to blame us for their deaths, though? Are they going to spin this story that, like, we killed them and are just bringing the bodies back to them or something? I mean, like, again, th- this is why we take we take detailed notes about the gigantic mountain eel that killed them that we then avenged their deaths by killing the mountain eel. I feel like that could win us some points amongst the people, but not necessarily amongst the powers that be of their collective. So do you, do you want to bring the, the bodies back to fish fair? It's only like, you know, 30 minutes. Um, I guess it'd probably take some more time because there's several bodies here, but maybe like an hour to bring all the, the corpses back. Like I, I, I feel I mean, like seem like a decent thing to do. Yeah, yeah. like uh, you know, we could just bury them here, but I feel like they might want to know. You know, and if they don't know, now they know. <laughs> uh, yeah. So loading them up in redacted sky boats and and hauling them back. Uh, we left, know, the, it, we it left gets... the top down during this. <laughs> Gross! <laughs> you're, you're not just dangling the bodies underneath. <laughs> uh. It, it does take a little while to get these bodies back. Night falls, I think, by the time that you're you're done. And indeed, the, the townsfolk are super, super dismayed. Um, Karis Dorn, the, the mayor's assistant, comes up to you and it's like, what? What? What happened here? The, the, they're it's all right, yeah. eel. <laughs> That's what we say. That's what we say. We say mountain eel. Mountain eel. Uh, Indeed, yeah. Uh, uh, Jab from will step forward and um, take a knee to um, uh, show deference to the to the dead and explain that uh, these were set upon by a, a terrible beast and that these woods are not to be taken lightly and uh, that uh, uh, proper security details are needed if one is to venture out. But but mostly, I'm sorry for your loss. Yeah, they'll uh, they'll start you know preparing the bodies and and things like that. Uh, I think some people are giving you the same kind of stink eyes when you, you first came to to fish fair, but maybe even more so now they seem to be afraid of you as you you guys are like covered in blood and guts and are, are bringing back all these dead bodies. Um, but uh, 
Karis is like, a mountain eel, you say? I I am sorry to hear that. I will make sure that their belongings are, are taken care of and um, we'll, we'll clean up what happened there. Uh, thank, thank you all for, for bringing them back. Just doing our job, ma'am. I mean, well, wait, no, that's not really our job, but it, whatever. The, 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 bye. Uh, <laughs> right. So what's next for you guys? Are you, are you going to head on back to um, Viridian? I suppose we don't have much more to do here other than just kind of lord our uh, successes around these people that just lost a bunch of people. So, yeah. Lord again, yeah, sort we, of one of the one of the great things about life, right? Yeah, we should probably go back. I think, I mean, they they had some contracts they they wanted us to read, which we should look at, and then we should maybe talk to a few of our you know fellow leaders and see legally what we should do. Hey, heading on back to Viridian. It is you know better part of a, a day, um, or I guess the night to get back there, but you are able to sneak in before um before the the sun comes up i guess it won't take that long probably you get to sleep a full night's sleep in your bed but uh maybe sleep in a little bit the next day um and ezra and shire will you know wake you up and and get a, a report from you guys about what happened down there and uh do, do you want to fill him in on on everything on what you think of this this pavo satillo and, and the collective i think so We've got to watch out for this one. Well, that's crazy. I mean, I mean, I can't believe they they would uh, just park themselves there. And uh, well, yeah, it sounds like you guys got put in a bind. And uh, but it, from what it sounds like, uh, I mean, it, it seems pretty dangerous too. Uh, they uh, all these people got killed by a mountain eel. You said, oh goodness. Oh, it was a big one, and I show my big my big boo boo uh, where I have eight hit points <laughs> left. Oh, no. sorry. Was it the mountain eel that killed them, or was it the flit hounds? Um, no, they they the looked eel. like they had killed the flit hounds. They were in the process oh, of I skinning see. them. But okay. yeah, that mountain that mountain eel they were not prepared for. They were like level two lumberjacks. You know, didn't stand yeah. a chance. You need at least a level five lumberjack to deal with that kind of thing. And now we've <laughs> yes. got flit hound lined eel coats, which is just. Well, it, it it takes some time to craft those. So, <laughs> do you guys want to do a little little time jump and just like <laughs> describe the jackets at the we end? We all it? want to do the time jump to get our coats, Patrick. Yes, we want that. <laughs> so the the next couple of weeks, it, it's just a montage of you guys <laughs> curing oh. leather and <laughs> <laughs> learning all about the process. Uh, Space Tim the, Gun is there to criticize our style. <laughs> Ezra and Shires walk around like Tim Gunn, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you only have uh, three more weeks until the Founders Festival. You've got to make it work, Redacted. <laughs> make it work, designers. It work. I'm so glad this entire episode became about the, the jacket. That's what I wanted. Yeah. Well, I mean, now the you group has a uniform the- in Luke. Mountain Neil, like you knew what was gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, it's your fault. I didn't do any of this. No, this is one hundred percent your fault. <laughs> you brought this on yourself. You know we love Mountain Neil jackets, Patrick. Yeah, I, I think when we was that book two of um, the first campaign, and like at least two of us wore those jackets, like the rest of the campaign. Next <laughs> still like, wears like it. level four items. Yeah, yeah next still wears it at level twenty five. Uh, they did get a fort save is extremely it's good. Crazy. It's so clutch, especially when your it's fort isn't very good. I think they did get 
uh, <laughs> I was about to say redacted. I, I think they did get uh, a uh, an update because it says you have to use a reaction to use the the reroll. I don't know if uh, that was the case. How does that even no. work? Uh, uh-uh. that wasn't that wasn't <laughs> that one part of it. it. <laughs> well, now you do. So I don't even. Uh, how, how does that even work? I mean, if you're wearing a fort save, isn't it a reactive reaction anyway? Well, if you've already used your reaction. By the oh, time it comes okay. Up, I, you I see what you're saying. It, but, gotcha. Uh, or maybe we just didn't. Uh, that never came up in <laughs> campaign. I'm, one. Gonna, I'm just going to ignore that entirely, like I do most <laughs> things. Uh, I'm just going to make sure everything does reflex and will saves from here on out. There'll be no poisons. You guys just will never have to use them. <laughs> uh, no, why don't you tell me what, what do they look like? What um, can you guys. Can the five Imagine you, like, the coolest players? thing you've ever seen and then multiply it tenfold. So, like, I mean, because each one of us theories. are rocking these jackets. I mean, when when we when we walk through the town, it's in slow-mo. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I gotta, I gotta like, say. We, we don't look at explosions. Like, we, we are the coolest people in any room now. We've got high uh, collars. Like, like, look at Zillix and imagine his, like, eye stalks on the sides of his head. But the also, they're kind of like capes. The they're also kind of like capes, too. They sort of, like, flutter a bit when you walk. Are they long Oh, jackets? 100%. Oh, yeah. Are they, like, rain jackets? Like, yeah, like, big, long trench coats. Yeah. I want one but, of these coats in real life. Can I get one? Well, first you have to kill a kill a mountain eagle, ah, so get no. on it. <laughs> I was say, if you bring in yourself, like, uh, a hundred more Patreon subscribers, we will get real life eel skin jackets. <laughs> it's so expensive. <laughs> I can't even imagine how much that would cost. I mean, the way what I'm here, what I'm seeing in my mind is like Neo from the Matrix, like that jacket, but also fur lined with Flithound fur and in a soft, a softened leather. It's been worked, you know? So it's like softened leather, like almost suedeish material, you know, like lamb yeah, yeah. leather, yeah. you know what I mean? Just, and, just a quick and, search on online. It, it Most eel skin jackets are like $1,000. And, and <laughs> listeners, this is the most be. RP we've ever done on the show, talking about a cool jacket. And go to <laughs> patreon.com to... Oh man, imagine the five of us walking into Viridian in our green jackets. Oh, we so sad. so cool. I thought you were going <laughs> to so say Paxies. <laughs> I uh, was going to say Pax as well. Like, I am, I am looking in the original Alien Archive where the, uh, where the eel exists and comes from, and it does say once per day as a reaction, you can ah. roll a failed fortitude session. <laughs> I just don't think we ever paid attention. And uh, this just goes back to what Rebecca said earlier. We don't read these books. <laughs> you should probably give them away, Tyler. <laughs> no, I, I'm giving right here. This alien archive. You can own this alien archive. <laughs> oh, what are you doing? To, uh, Tyler, put, put that away. Oh, gross. I'm yeah. doing unspeakable Sorry. things to these books now. Ugh. No, stop it! No, no. <laughs> the foley work on top. Oh man! Well, I was I was gonna ask, do you guys want all five eel jackets to be the same color? Do you want to do like a, you know, different shades of green, like a TMNT style? <laughs> uh, oh, one hundo, one hondo. Yeah, I think I think mixing it up is fun. Yeah, 
Do you want it all to be shades of green indeed, or do you want to do different colors? Well, we need to, we need to have them all have an iconic, whether it's the texture or the color, one of the two things needs to be the same. I mean, I feel like, I feel like shades of green works. Viridian colony just feels, it should be shades of green. And it's Mountain Neal. I mean, you can't change the color of the eye that much. What if it, I mean, you could dye it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, it but, is. But, but what if it was fair, green? They, but on the back it said "pink ladies." <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you say that because my immediate thought when everyone was saying like "ooh, matching gat and jackets," I was like, "pink ladies for the green lady." Wait, we're not. Hold on, we're <laughs> definitely not that. But, okay. So the Mount Neal itself is a a very bright green, um, but part of the the magical tanning process that it goes through the treatments that. Uh, Asher and and whoever wants to aid her in, in crafting these will you can either lighten it or darken it so you know you can get a bunch of shades of green let's let's say that right, we're a bunch of shades of green okay fifty shades of green yeah and then it's that uh, kind Pradier, of brown. I would like Pradier to be a darker shade of green because I'm already pale death skinned looking and a paler mm-hmm. color just gonna clash it's right, gonna wash you to- out. I mean, same with the gray in the room. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The gray. Honestly, also I probably think have all of us shade. would look better in deeper gray, or deeper green, right? <laughs> I mean, Zillix is, is green, green, so yeah. So, so it's complimentary. Green would lighter. look better. For some reason, I feel like Zillix would have like a red tinted one. Oh, yeah, but she gotta right. go with, we gotta do the Viridian thing now that we that that that's been established. I know, I know. Your your good friend Edrin Shire looks on with a great amount of uh, longing and jealousy as you guys begin fashioning these jackets and and like emblazing them maybe with like personal logos or your names and stuff. And he's like, man, those those sure do look comfortable. Those uh, those jackets ooh, you're making. Could we sell faux eel jackets to the to 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 the colony? Well, I guess as like. Merchandise for our crew. What are you using in place of the eel leather? You what about those? What about those uh, lumberjacks we found? <laughs> uh, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's crazy that Mountain Eel also skinned these lumberjacks <laughs> very expertly. No, I would like uh, uh, maybe Asher could try to fashion some vegan leather from the surrounding jungle plants. You'll make a paper jacket <laughs> yeah and i'm no i mean vegan leather is like plastic right so like use the i don't know surrounding forestry to i there must be like rubber plants or something oh, okay. that can i was about to say what do you think plastic is made a of concoction. Asher, sells, asher sells a very asher and sky sell a very popular all-natural cactus jacket now it hurts a little to get into it first but then very hear me out hear me out <laughs> But no, no, no! You you marketed it as vegan leather, and it, it will it will sell so much. It's eco friendly and yeah, <laughs> good for the environment. Except for the, the the time when you have to pump all that petroleum out of the ground. But right, and that? the person who's the person selling it to you is wearing an actual eel jacket, so yeah. you know it kind of loses a little bit of meaning. But it's it's cool. I don't think you'd have time to mass produce those for the upcoming Founders Day Festival, as that is mm-hmm. rapidly approaching. As this montage took weeks of R and D into jacket <laughs> side, you know, oh, length and we're dimensions. Not, we're not 
we're not selling the actual jackets. We're selling pre-orders for the jacket. See, yeah. we're selling we're selling the these idea are, of a jacket. These are so yep. exclusive. You have to pre-order the jacket before production begins because it's such a limited run quantity. Oh, but there wanna... there is a pre-order discount to entice mm-hmm. customers to Absolutely. Purchase. Absolutely. If you pre-order you can get one of our vegan leather jackets for only 10,000 credits. Yep. Uh, afterwards, they will go to retail in exclusive runs uh, for for uh, 15,000 credits. So. But if if the campaign goes well enough on Kickspacer, we will be able to have all sorts of extended goals and all sorts of stuff. So... You know, mm-hmm. got that going yeah. for us. Yep. Uh, if if we get a hundred backers, we'll add pockets to the jackets. Well, mine already had pockets. Yeah, but these don't. The base <laughs> version doesn't. There. Do, do you guys want to just go out and hunt more mountain eels and just do do <laughs> that, this again <laughs> next episode? That's what this campaign is about. Now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two hundred backers. Mountain fashion a, show. It's it's yeah, like when you swerve in any uh, open world RPG, and then like something else becomes the game for you. <laughs> this used to be about exploration colonization. I mean it's why I've never finished any Bethesda open world RPG not a single one of them again we've spent more RP time on the jackets oh I'm, I'm encouraging exploration this. when you can have entrepreneurship uh, yeah absolutely I, I, also uh, as a pre-order bonus we will include a children's miniature version uh, for your for your for your child, um, made entirely of edible plant material. <laughs> it's, it's made it's of like a fr- it's made of small hill eel. It's a fruit roll up. Oh, no, no, it's made it's made of green hill eel. <laughs> we can gonna... expand into pet bandanas. There there are so many markets yep. that we could like that are untouched right now. Yep, and if you are the if you are the thousandth backer, you get a special Hannibal Lecter edition of the jacket. <laughs> I think you mean Buffalo Bill, but yes. <laughs> it puts oh, the version on its heels. The redacted skin. special. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why is my jacket pink? <laughs> yeah. Give pink. it time. It'll change. I, I like the new direction for Cosmic Crit. <laughs> Oh yeah, I totally had other things to do this episode. I kind of no, it's it's out. it's cosmic crit goes to Shark Tank. That's what we're doing. <clears throat> Eel Tank. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness, it was right there. Miles Eel Tank. Yeah, man, oh, Eel Tank. Yeah, I guess fine. Is this the end of the episode, or are we still actually trying to do something? <laughs> this is uh, the most every, off the rails we've been in a long time. Every five minutes, you, you talk about these jackets. Uh, another week goes by as as Founders Day approaches. <laughs> <laughs> you just wait some time. I can't remember. Do we jacket. care about Founders Day? Uh, hold on. It's a big event. Yeah, it's the one year anniversary of you guys landing on the planet. So the entire colony is a buzz. You know, getting ready. This is this is bigger than the Harvest Festival of last year. This is going to be, you know, at least twice as as big. So you got that going for you. Uh, I think we're going to turn it to uh, Eel Fest. <laughs> uh, I mean, you guys can think about stuff. I don't think you have time to to sell jackets or uh, maybe shirts that say I'm I'm a Eel Jacket 
uh, founding backer. <laughs> I mean, we can we can sell like like they were some like pre-order passes so that when they do come out, you, you have to support the eel jackets on crit starter. <laughs> oh, crit uh, starter is good. Crit starter is better than what I said. Dang. <laughs> uh, uh, right, but it is. The weeks do bleed by uh, getting ready for this, the entire colony. You do get some paperwork from your new friends, quote unquote, down in Fish Fair that um, that comes in drips and drabs that Ezra and Shire is, is kind of pouring over and some contracts and things. But yeah, a, a, a week or so before the Founders Day Festival approacheth, Astraka, your colonists therapist uh, friendly ear um, comes up to you and says oh there's there's a big problem with the the festival I need you all to follow me jackets <laughs> your jackets are ready by this point so you, you putting them on to to head out oh yes yeah, yeah. and again like 45 moving... minutes putting on my jackets yeah we're moving in slow motion now <laughs> there's a montage it's a whole thing uh, you have to have multiple people help you put on these jackets like they don't they're not they don't fit great, but they look really cool. It takes a long time to don and doff them. Are you saying doff we all have ballots now specifically to don our jackets? It's <laughs> the, 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 We didn't choose the Mountain Eel jacket lifestyle. The Mountain Eel jacket lifestyle chose us. <laughs> oh, God. I want to destroy these jackets so bad. I'm having such buyer's remorse. Um, why didn't I change this just to like a demon or something that attacked you in the forest? Uh, you brought this on yourself, Patrick. You know you did. Uh, uh, right. So your Shakalton uh, therapist will lead you to the to the warehouse on the the south side of the the colony, where a lot of materials have been coming in over the last. Uh, season and things stored up for this festival leads you to the to the back of of the the warehouse where you uh you see what should be the settlement's supply of sweeteners artificial sweeteners from off world something very hard to process here on the planet and notice that they are gone oh so they are, no, they are, are equal they are almost all empty. Uh, Splendid. Uh, the uh, yeah, Astraka points it out and says, "Look what I found! It's 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 worse than I thought. It, this thing is this thing is just full of to be continued. <laughs> oh, oh, sugar, sugar. Next week's episode. Where did it go? What happened? Oh, we're gonna have to find out uh, next time, everybody." Oh boy. Yep, that's this week's episode. Is is I hope our listeners like Mountain Eel content. That's what you got. <laughs> <laughs> what we made. So enjoy, listeners. Like super, super heavy RP uh laden episode last week. You're meeting like tons of new characters this week. Just fought one Mountain Eel and dealt with the aftermath. <laughs> if we ever play any Cthulhu based game because there's a lot of serpentine <laughs> beings in that <laughs> we're going to be making it's going to be tough that's a lot of jackets to have to make if we every time if we murder a uh, eel like creature 
Man, we can we can venture into other articles of clothing though. We can make hats, we can make leggings, we can make I mean boots or even in this one. Say eel underwear. (laughs) I dare you, Rebecca. (laughs) Oh no, it's very reactive with the skin. You can't wear it. I love the scaly feel of eel leather underwear. (laughs) It's electric. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there you go, Drew. There you go. Uh, that that's going to do it for us this week, everybody. I hope you are having a great 2024. This is a blast from the past as far as Starfighter is concerned and the a Mountain Eel-inspired episode. But um, yeah, guys, thanks for playing with me. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you, Patrick. Uh, everyone made, out there. I'm sorry we made it all about Mountain Eel stuff. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> it's okay. I, I totally forgot you can make these jackets. You even told me last week. Uh, that's that's going to do it for this week's episode. We'll catch you on the next week's adventure here on Cosmic Crit. So long, everyone. Good night. Bye. Next week. Cosmic Crit, an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Starfinder role-playing game and adventure paths are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder and Starfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.